honey. How are you? Hello. Is that a rental? Yes, it is. <laughs> you look good. Thank you. Put your little bedazzled My headband. Headband. I put it on and it was so funny because I always have little headbands on Delilah. Delilah was just like staring at my headband this morning. It was I, really cute. I got to say, man, I, you know, I didn't think I was going to be all gushied over her little cute outfits, uh-huh. <laughs> but I love it. Dude. Did I had her little tight-eyed cutoffs? Little tight-eyed cutoff shorts. <laughs> she looked like, uh, she totally looked like one of those, uh, old ladies at Walmart. What do you mean? If they were from Walmart, you know, like that why old lady? did she look like an old lady at well, Walmart? No, the old lady that tries to look cute for oh. summer, <laughs> right? That's, that's what she totally looked like. Um, but we're, we're excited to, to be on the podcast. We, um, uh, we've, we, we, we're in a good place. Um, <laughs> which means we didn't fight this morning. <laughs> um, and by the way, big thank you to Aztec Chevrolet. I think it's so much easier that we get it out of the way right away with Aztec Chevrolet and, yeah. and just a big thank you to them. And remember if you're going to buy a car, give our friends at Aztec Chevrolet a chance, please. So big thank you again to Aztec Chevrolet for giving us a reason to continue. Cause not that I wouldn't continue. Uh-huh. Aztec Chevrolet helps me go, we should continue. <laughs> like it's, it's that little extra uh, that we have. And then at the end, we'll thank our, our other sponsor at the end, which is Old Salt Coffee. Um, so very exciting. We had a great week, you and I. I, yeah. I do want to, I, I did put my phone on silent because, you know, we do read the comments oh. and people were like, oh my God, every time it would vibrate, I would check my phone, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, okay, well, actually, I just put it on vibrate, so I better put it on this silent. Oh, silent. Okay, well, and, silent. And, and, and forgive me, I, honestly, I apologize for that, but, you know, Renee and I have so many things going on right now, and, and, and people are, are, you know, asking about, well, what's the update on the dream home? Well, we have sold this home, and we are waiting to get an appraisal of the home that we're going to buy. So that is, that is the update. And, yeah. and meanwhile, we're, I mean... We're dealing with all underwriting. I mean, it's unbelievable what we go, what anybody goes through. And then when you you're know. self-employed, it's a little trickier. Oh my gosh. And then in a post-COVID world, proving that your business is going to sustain and survive. So just some different obstacles. Well, not only that, but it's like, hey, can you send us this? Uh, we already send it. Well, can you send it again? Yeah, sure. But we, need, like, we need the version of it that's two days older. <laughs> so, I mean, we send the same stuff over and over and over and over again, but... Um, we, you know, we've done it enough that we, we kind of know the process now. Right. And, and even though we still get very frustrated, we, we try to tell ourselves. We're a little like, more mentally prepared that it's going to be a pain in the ass. It's always a pain in the ass uh, with, you know, the underwriting process. So yeah. w- that's what we're going through with the house. And then, um, you know, last week we had a, a quite the episode. Uh-huh. Um, where do you know what I was so like just busy with life last week that I didn't I don't think I rewatched the episode I didn't read any of the comments I'm completely out of touch well you won <laughs> if, if you're wondering <laughs> uh, people, people wait, wait, wait. Well, I didn't even remember what we talked about what did I win well I mean people definitely agreed with you and, and, and people were saying you know hey Steve you know well, you know you really should find slow time for, oh, that's what we and, talked and, about. And, okay. and family time for your kids. And, and I, I don't disagree with that at all. And, and I think the point that I was trying to make that sometimes, sometimes me and you don't quite on the podcast, don't quite get across. We don't clearly communicate c- the clearly, whole thing. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, all I was saying is that I, I'm so happy to have Renee in my life because 
we are different personalities. We are different people. And, and I do need your help yeah. um, to make myself better. You know, oh, it works uh, both ways. But, and that's that, like a good partnership, right? You want to be with a partner that makes you a better person. Right. And, and, and that was the point of the episode is that. I mean, ultimately that, it has to come from within. No. And, and, and I, with someone right. And, and I do want to slow down and I do want to have lay on the carpet time with my family. And, and that Sunday we did because you put the brakes on me and said, Hey, slow down. I want this. And, and because of that, I'm grateful. And, and yeah. um, that was the point of the episode. The point of the episode is that, that you make me a better person and that you help me with my um, um, personality type. Uh-huh. And I hope that I help you with your personality. We're a little yin and yang. Yeah, and, and and that's the point of the episode. And and one of the one of the comments made me laugh. Now I wish I knew the comments. I feel so in the dark about it. Well, one of them made me really laugh because they go, "Steve's being hard headed," and and <laughs> and hard headed is just like I don't know if that's an old school word. Yeah, you know, my dad uses it all the time. God damn it, Steve, you're hard headed. <laughs> damn hard headed, Steve. You know, and and, and I am hard headed, and and. Um, you know, the, the comments do, do help me. And, and it was cool. Cause there was, there was one comment that goes, I understand what Steve's trying to say. Right. Uh-huh. You know, Steve is trying to say that, that it's not that I don't spend time with my, my kids. It's that, um, I need you to help me to do things that, that are different than what I like to do. You know, so it was, I'm my, not, I didn't follow. Explain. Well, you know, I mean, she understood where I was coming from, even though I don't think that we communicated very well in that episode, okay. you know, um, but ultimately I think that the, the, the discussion that we were trying to have is that we complement each other and we need each other's help to make each other better. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the point of, of that, um, conversation, but, oh, and then somebody else was like, let's de- let Renee talk, let her get her point across. <laughs> and, and it's like, and I do want her to talk and I do want you to get your point across. Um, but I would also say that in this podcast, uh-huh. It is up to me to keep things moving. That's correct. I was like bracing myself for what you're about to say. Yes, that's true. Like just the the form of what this format or what this what we do. Yes, is, is someone has to. I drive the show. Clearly lead. Yes. Yeah, so that we're not always stepping over each other's toes. I just hit myself in the face. So that we're not um, stepping over each other's sentences. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, sometimes I have to I have to feed Renee with what's next, right? A lot of times. Or... Right, because this is a free-form conversation. We, we don't have it bullet-pointed out, and there's not a roadmap that we're both following. We're just... Talking, following each other's brain, and I'm going wherever you go, and, and trying to be as honest and as, as real as we can be. But there's also moments, and I don't know if you've noticed, where if I stop talking, nobody talks. Actually, I just was that the trash truck. Is it trash day? Yes. And we didn't pull out the trash can. I did pull out the trash oh, can. Of okay. course, I did. It's my job. I never not miss my job. <laughs> You're the trash, I'm the trash man. man. I'm the bag lady. Um, but no, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think you guys realize that if I stop talking. Uh huh. How many times have I been like, okay. Crickets, crickets. Yeah. How many times am I like, okay, go. And then it's just quiet. So. No, because you do have a, well, I say there's no template for it. You kind of know what you want to talk about. And so then when you just stop talking, I'm like, well, where's this episode supposed to go? Like we want there to sort of be some cohesiveness. But I want you to bring things up too. And I want you to you know, talk about the things that you want to talk about. Okay. And a lot of times you're like, well, 
you know, I wanted to talk about this. And I'm like, okay, well, talk about it. I'm open. I'm ready. Yeah. Whatever you want to talk about. Okay. You know, so, you know, we always do kind of a recap of the week. And this was one of those situations where I was really bummed because um, you had friends coming in. I did. To town. I and did. Very exciting news. Why don't you tell everybody how you met this girl and, uh-huh. and what is she, what she's going back to? Yes. Um, so my dear friend Anisha from NYU was uh, cast in Company, which was supposed to open on Broadway, and they were actually in previews when COVID happened. So the show didn't actually officially ever get to open open, um, but now it's coming back. So she was in Texas with family because her, her folks are in Dallas. And uh, I told her, I said, you have to come, like, come to New Braunfels and spend some time with us before you head back to the well, East that's Coast. Well, that was what was trippy to me. And it, 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 again, a lot of times, you know, I, I, I'm going to use the word I, uh-huh. I sometimes feel like everything's happening to me, you know, and, and, you know, I really felt very depressed and, and very sad that my career came to a complete halt. Mm-hmm. And then I'm talking to Anisha and she gets cast in, in in a huge Broadway play with what's her name um Patty Lapone Patty Lapone so who's apparently a huge big Broadway star big Broadway star she gets cast in this show she's super excited about it they're they're doing rehearsals they're practicing they're about to open on Broadway yeah they're in previews in the theater they're poof, already in the space gone and, and you, it, she's moved her family back to the East Coast for this. They had been living in California. Yeah. like, And it never got to open. And I'm like, man, I remember looking, like her telling us the story of me going, gosh, I thought I had it bad. Yeah. You know, I thought, I thought what happened to me sucked, you know, and it's like, man, that sucks. Yeah. You know, so they're in transition going back to... In a couple of weeks, they're gonna road trip it back to the East Coast, and and the kids will start I would, school. And... You know, I you know I like I, I would love to to go see her show. Yeah, and to see a friend of ours in a show like that, right? Uh-huh. Um, well, she's been on Broadway before, but that was before you and I were right together. Yeah. Um, so we're very proud of them. And then, so then they came in. But you in. know what was cool having her? I, you, you went to Pittsburgh, so you didn't get to have this conversation with her, but we always talk about family dynamics and we had Randy and Chelsea on, and we were talking about how they do it, you know, this life on tour and Anisha's on Broadway, so she's not necessarily on tour, but for their family, there's going to be a transition of, she won't be the one doing bedtimes anymore. I mean, she's going to have a show every night. She works nights. Yeah. At eight o'clock and then weekends, like your schedule, when the kids are off of school, she's going to be preparing to go to work. She's going to have two shows on Sunday, a matinee and an evening show. Like she's not going home on Sunday, you know? Um, Well, yeah. And they were talking about that too, of of trying to figure out where they were going to live so that, so that it could, it would, um, uh, essentially be more convenient for them because you know she works at night and then she has to take the train home mm-hmm. so that she could at least get home at a decent hour right and you want right? quality of life for your kids you know she wants them to have a little bit of space she wants them to be in a great school like so there's going to be a big transition for them to figure out you know what's going to happen once things get rolling i mean you can yeah. you know you can always envision it and go okay well it's going to work out like this and does it ever you know, we, we had a big plan. We had a big birth plan for Garrett. And uh, 
we, you know, they, what do they always say? You know, if you want to make God laugh, make plans, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, but it was exciting to have them in our home and, and they've got two great kids that, that Garrett has met before and hung uh -huh. out with before and they got to play. Oh, it was so much fun. The kids are watching uh, The Greatest Showman and it's like Garrett loves to sing and, and my girlfriend Nisha has the most amazing voice and that has been passed down to her little girl and they're just singing, belting out the songs upstairs. Like it was really cute. It is cool. And, and then I was off to Pittsburgh, which is one of my favorite towns. Pittsburgh is you just... You said that from the beginning that Pittsburgh is one of your favorites. It's just a great town and and... and I'm afraid to talk about it on the podcast because you've heard of culture vultures. There's, there's people that, that, that will find a good town and then leave their shitty town to go to this good town. And then now that good town is no longer a good town. Why do I feel like you're you know? talking about California and Texas? Um, but you know, I mean, Pittsburgh is just a good town. Yeah. They have, um, it's just beautiful. You've been there. Yeah. Um, the city, when you come in from the airport beautiful. and it like the view is just awesome. It's a sports town. It, it you know, it, it has a lot of things to do. Um, and, 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 and the people we, we have found ourselves very good friends with Pittsburgh people. That's true. You yeah. know, and, and, and I think because Pittsburgh has really good down to earth, that's where Anisha's originally people. from, by the way. Right. Yeah, her family. She's from Pittsburgh, too. Well, Steve Byrne, the comedian, who's a, a, a really great comedian, a friend of mine. He's a Pittsburgh guy. Yeah. You know, one of the classiest, hardworkingest, funniest comedians out there is Billy Gardell. Uh, and Billy Gardell's a, a Pittsburgh guy. So I think it says a lot about the town, uh, you know, these great people. Yeah. You know, and I meet Dan. Good human. I meet when we, of course, we call him Pittsburgh Dan, right? Uh -huh. uh, this weekend he showed up in Dockers, so we were calling him Docker Dan, right? <laughs> Docker Dan showed up. Uh, and I've been friends with him since I was an opening act. I met him very early in my career, and we've stayed friends. And You just he, met him on the road? Yeah, I met yeah. him at, at, at a show in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Because he was dating a girl from Corpus Christi, and I mentioned oh, that I was from... Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Corpus Christi. Uh-huh. So they came up to me and, you know, I started talking we, and Dan and I became very, very good friends. Yeah. Then. Now I feel like I claim Dan. He's one of my very good friends too. Oh, he's a good guy. You know, and, and if you're, if you're looking to buy a home in Florida or Pittsburgh, shoot us a message and we'll give you Dan's information. Well, and that's another thing is that, that sometimes you deal with mortgage brokers or you deal with attorneys or you, you know, Dan has always very patient with explaining so amazing how to buy a house uh -huh. and what's going to happen and what you need to do he was and well i'll call him in a panic and he'll be like well these are your options right you can do this or you can do that i'm like why didn't i think of that and then like next step down the road okay dad now what do i do about this well renee you can do this and this is why you would do that or you could do this and this very is an patient. option yeah he's very patient and and as a matter of fact he helped you fix your credit yeah you know he he we, you know, Renee didn't have great credit. Um, and he was like, do this, do that, do this. this how you Throwing do it. me yeah. under the bus. Yours was worse than mine. Steve it was worse than yours. <laughs> and, and it got worse when I met you. And that's, that's why it got worse. I went into debt. Um, but, but now, you know, fortunately uh, my credit's a lot better than yours. And, uh, that's another reason. Let's not get into that. We're having a positive podcast today. <laughs> You just did that all on your own. You spun your own damn way. I know. Um, but Dan's awesome, man. And, and he's always been very helpful and, and honest. And, and 
and just informative, yeah. right? And, and so we really appreciate his friendship. And then, God, man, a long time ago, um, you know, before life was crazy before and complicated. Before we were married, we met. Is it, was it before we were married? It was before we were married because they were going to come to our wedding. That's right. Remember? So we weren't even married yet. We were not even married when we met them. We were dating. We were dating. And I used to do this really cool seafood restaurant comedy club. so good. Great food. And it was called Captain Brian's Off the Hook Uh in Marco Island, Florida. It was in a restaurant. It was in a restaurant. And I would go to Marco Island. It was a very sleepy little island uh, you know, and I would go there and, and I had told her, I'm like, you got to come with me. It was like all retired people. Yeah. I go, I go, you got to come with me like this town. I mean, it's just, it, the beaches are beautiful. You, you got to come. Right. So we save up our, our all of our pennies. Right. Uh-huh. And we go, and I don't know if we told the Yara story, but I think we did. I think we told the Yara story. I think we told that story, but we get to Marco Island, Renee and I, and we're going to make it kind of our little vacation while I work. And uh-huh. I'm selling zero tickets right at that time. And there's probably... Where are we staying? I don't think we even get to stay on Marco Island. Oh, no, they no, yeah. They put you like at a hotel in Naples the yeah, next like town a, over. Yeah, like a Motel 6 or something, right? <laughs> like, we're not paying for your <laughs> yeah, hotel yeah, in you Marco Island. You don't get a hotel on Marco. <laughs> um, but there was probably, I don't know, 60, 70 people in the room. We, it was the first night we got there. We do this show, and then afterwards, and then I, I told the story on stage in Pittsburgh, and and of course, uh, uh, Rich and Kathy were like, "You called us old," and I'm like, "No, no, no! I said you're older. You're older, right? You're older. You're not old. You're older." Um, but but so this older couple is sitting at a high top. Uh-huh. After the show, and they they start chatting with us. Yeah, but they but were laughing the whole time, having a great like, time, such a great energy. You know, and, and we end up before you know it, it's just us four hanging out. Uh-huh. And I mean, we end up partying the entire night together. Yeah, we exchange numbers, and they go, I, I go, why don't you guys come to the show tomorrow? We'll do it again. They're like, okay. They came to both shows. Uh-huh. We had dinner with them. We hung out. There, they were a, again an amazing time. Like yeah. We just had a great time with them. They took us out on their boat. No, that was another time. That was another time. We had not been to their house and we had not been to their boat. Oh. Um, so then they go, this was Saturday night, we party. And of course, they're Steeler fans. They go, hey, we're going to wake up Sunday. We're going to watch um, the Steelers uh-huh. uh, play. Do you want to join us? And we're like, yes. But we wake up in the morning and, and Renee and I are both like, our livers need to detox. We're like, oh my God, if these, if these older people want to drink again, I don't know if I can. Like, So we meet him at this restaurant and, and the, the waiter comes over and it was like a, a, a bo- both couples were like, they go, what, what would you guys like to drink? And I'm like, uh, well, water. Well, yeah, well, what are y'all going to drink? And then black coffee. We're like, can we have water? And they're like, oh, thank God. Thank God we thought you guys wanted to drink again. I'm like, no, no, thank God we thought you wanted to drink again. And, and we, we just, we really hit it off with them. And then before you know it, they're, they're flying out to meet us places. Um, they were going to go to our wedding and yeah. they had an emergency yeah. come up. Uh, and they've always been so generous. You know, they, they booked the room at our wedding and when they were, they canceled. Like two days before. They had to cancel and they there was go. There a death in the family. They go, give your room to, to your sister. Give our room to your sister. 
So we ended up. To my parents, I, my parents somebody, ended up staying. Yeah, somebody. No, it was my sister. Oh, because your parents were already staying at at Hacienda gotcha. Wyoming. My sister and Kenny were still staying in town, uh-huh. and they go, "Just give it to your sister." And we're yeah. like, "I go, but you can get your money back." And they were like, "No, no, 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 no. We had an emergency come up. You know, do that." So they they've just really been really really generous and good friends to us. And yeah, now we 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 know their kids. We know their grandkids. We, you know, uh-huh. it just feels like family, yeah. you know. So that was the bummer about this trip is I didn't have my wife. I didn't have. Yes, I missed catching up with everyone. I didn't have my pretty I miss girl. Missy and Dan. I miss seeing yeah. Rich and Gigi, and, and they're just and all their kids. Because and when we go to Marco, not the whole family is there, but in Pittsburgh, all, all of them. Family is yeah, there. you know, yeah. and I've really gotten to know um, their kids' husbands, and I mean, it mm-hmm. just feels like family, and and. It was nice to see them. And, you know, last time we, you know, when, when it's us, we stay at their house. Uh-huh. So we get more time with them. But, you know, Rich, he's a, uh, he was a, a, a warrior this weekend. He, he came out <laughs> almost every single today. Yeah, too. I'm sure yeah. he is. He, he came out almost every single night. But, but I, I, not only that, like, I, I just feel so lucky to have them in my life because I've, I've learned so much from them. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, they are, they are come from nothing and have become extremely successful people. Yeah. But they're some of the most generous, genuine, sweet people that I think I've ever met. Well, I was I mean, going to say, and I think, I think we relate and um, connect with them on a lot of different levels, despite the, the fact that they're older. Yeah. And, I mean, just, you know, watching the way that, that, that Rich and Kathy treat people, mm-hmm. you know, um, they're, and, and, and there's just a big giant team, all of them, you mm-hmm. know, I, 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 Rich invited me to, cause he's, he's a very proud guy. He's very proud of what he's accomplished because, you know, he came from nothing, absolutely nothing. And, and yeah. he goes, Steve, I really want you to see my office, you know? And I said, okay, Rich, I, you know, I'll, I'll go see your office and then flips with me. And he's like, why are we going to see this guy's <laughs> office? And I'm like, because he's my friend and, and, you know, they've been so generous to us and I really want to see his office, you know, and we get there, Renee, and it's like, oh my gosh. I mean, it's like two, three stories. I mean, it's a building, Uh his office, you know, and he walks through that office and, and everybody is so, so happy to see him. Right. People, I mean, his, his kids work there. Right. They're all very successful within the business. You know, everybody's so happy to see him, you know, and I always, I always say that, that you can always tell who a good boss or a good leader is by the demeanor of the people that work for them when they come around, mm-hmm. how they're received. You know, I, I, I've worked for, um, some comedians that when we were in the writer's room, we're all laughing and having a good time. And then when that boss, it's a certain vibe. And then when the boss walks in, when the boss walks in, it changes and everybody's kind of afraid to talk and, you know, intimidated and, you know, um, kind of that feeling. And, and I've also been on, on sets. Um, I was on the, the movie set, funny people, uh, with Adam Sandler and Seth Rogen and and Jonah Hill and Aziz. And I was on that set for, gosh, I don't know, eight or nine days. And, and I just remember Adam is Adam. But every time he came around, the conversation didn't change. Yeah. The mood didn't change. 
right? People didn't get intimidated. People didn't get afraid. People it's not all didn't... of a sudden Mr. Sandler. Right. And and yeah. he would just sit there and join in. Adam would join in on the conversation like like one of them. But when it came time to for Adam to express an idea, that everybody respected him. So it wasn't a lack of respect for, mm-hmm. for Adam. It was that somehow the way that he was able to manage was a very comfortable the interactions interaction yeah. and, and and rich definitely has that and i want that you know and and i have a lot to learn and and i struggle with my personality type my my attitude and i'm constantly learning and growing and to have people like rich and kathy in our lives that are that are not only working together yeah not only run a company much bigger than mine <laughs> much bigger than mine um i i just said i i i I've always watched others. I think, you know what I, what you didn't say, but another thing that I think you really admire about them is it's not just the business, it's the family part of it. It's the family. It's the fact that, that they do things together, husband and wife. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that they're both on the same page when it comes to the way that they treat people. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I mean, I think it's important that, that people, you know, as a single man, I found mentors you know, people that I admired, people that I watched, you know, my dad being a very big one for me. Yeah. But then I also had all these other mentors that were older than me that I, that I watched and admired and learned from. And then, you know, now that we have these couples, it's like, oh man, you know, I remember Rich, you know, when they came to Vegas to, to hang out with us, there was a couple days there that it was just us. And the four of us went out, had drinks, hung out, had a great time. Yeah. And then Rich told me, he goes, hey, man, this is great. I'm glad you party with your wife. He goes, because if you party with your wife, you can't get in trouble. And I just thought that was such great advice, right? Yeah. Like, and, and now, but that's another thing. The way you manage your husband. What do you mean? The, what do you mean the way I manage my well, husband? Well, no, it's, it's the same thing with, with, <laughs> with guys, right? Like sometimes I feel like I'm the same whether, whether you're around or not. Okay. Right? Yes. And I know a lot of married guys. <laughs> I mean, you're going to say dumb shit whether I'm there or not. Yes. <laughs> and I'm probably going to get too drunk whether you're there or not. This is true. I'm probably going to do something really stupid whether you're there or not. This is true. And, and the point I'm trying to make is that I know that there's sometimes relationships and some husbands that they're completely different when their wives aren't around. Yeah. And then their wives come around and then they're different. Right. Okay. Right. And I'm not. And that's because of the way you manage. Oh, I was going to say, but how does this go to me managing you? What do you mean I manage? Well, you make me feel like I can be me. Yeah. Right. You make me feel like, you know, hey. When I, you do dumb shit, I still think it's funny. Yes. <laughs> and, I'm, and, and I like that about you. And that's one of the things I've always liked about you is that, that when I am silly, when I am acting dumb, when I say stupid shit... <laughs> You're like that's my husband, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have a good time together, and we do yeah. we have a we have a great time together. I mean, it helps that a lot of the dumb shit you say you get paid for. That makes it does help. <laughs> but I also think you find it entertaining. Yes, I do. I, I know that you sit back and you. And that's another thing in couples, right? Uh, what's that? The, 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 there's always the there's always the one in the couple that's watching the other one being entertained. <laughs> Like Phil and Tatiana, uh-huh. Tatiana is the one that entertains Phil, Phil. right? Like Phil will be sitting there and Tatiana's uh-huh. just being Tatiana 
And, and, and I could quietly <laughs> laughing in the corner. He's in the corner just enjoying it, right? Like being entertained by his wife. And I think I entertain you, you but do. but my point is that that as a couple, you know, I think it's important that that I get to be the same. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, that's I'm not for a, anyone. I'm not a you, different me, person like... when you're not around. Right. You know, and, and that's why it makes it easy to, you know, when Rich and, and Kathy do come and hang out as a couple and I'm not with my wife, it's still the same. Yeah. Other than the fact that I'm not there. You're not there. Yeah. And and we missed you. And and when everybody was like, Where's Renee? Where's Renee? Aww. Where's where's Captain Evil? And and you know, life's just a handful right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, um Miss Betty uh ended up with, with COVID. Um, and her husband, and, and we're, we're praying for them and thinking about them, and, and hopefully that they, uh, they're they safe, but that left Renee without help and yeah. and us without help. And, well, you know, we just had to make the decision that, you know, because we're moving and all the stuff that we have going on, that yeah. maybe Renee doesn't doesn't come on, on this trip. Yeah. And it bummed me out. Yeah. And Garrett, too. Garrett goes, I haven't seen Papa Rich. Yeah. So, so uh, Rich and Kathy's grandchildren call rich papa rich and they call kathy Gigi. kathy Gigi, and so now garrett calls them papa rich and Gigi. papa rich and Gigi, and, and garrett was like dad i haven't seen papa rich in a while <laughs> i can't believe you're going to pittsburgh without me <laughs> right and then, uh, did you, you know what's cool he remembers pittsburgh as the first time he's seen snow yes that's what he remembers pittsburgh well, and, he, and, and it was snow. funny because he goes Dad, I haven't seen snow in a while. And I'm like, well, it's summertime, dude. <laughs> like, he thinks Pittsburgh is snow. It's just yeah. snow, right? And then I did get to eat at. Did you eat at Permani Brothers? No, I've never had Permani Brothers. So they, they put one right next to the improv now. Oh, okay. It's so, dude, it's so good. I've never and I had probably it. gained five pounds because every day I wanted <laughs> damn Permani Brothers. It's just it's- a pastrami sandwich, or what is it? No, it, the, the, and I don't want to mess the story up because I know that there's somebody from Pittsburgh that's going to Oh, jump is it like the sandwich where they put the French fries in it? They put everything. Okay. It's it's the meat, it's the cheese, it's the coleslaw, it's the French fries, and they slap it between two breads. And apparently... See, I'm not a big coleslaw fan. This is what Pittsburgh Dan said. And he's from Pittsburgh, so if you have a problem with what I'm saying, take it up with Dr. Dan over there. <laughs> apparently because the steel workers would work 12 hour shifts uh-huh. that they needed to eat very quickly. Okay. So they just started putting everything. Who has time to open up coleslaw? Uh, who's going to eat French fries, fries and coleslaw. They would take gotcha. it, they'd smash it in a sandwich and they'd get on with their day. So that's what Dan Pittsburgh, gotcha. Dan says that that is the reason behind the, uh, Permani brothers, but it's so good. And you didn't get to have it. So, um, we told I told uh, Papa Rich and Gigi, uh-huh. you know, when we get our new home, they have to come visit, and they promised us that they, they would. would. So then, at the end of the night, and and um, as you know, every Saturday night. So when I worked at the Improv in Addison, Texas, as a door guy, as a waiter, as a bartender, as a dishwasher. As an answer the phones. Jack of all a, trades. Yes, I did everything. Um, several times comedians would come through. And a lot of times it was so sad for me because I was so excited to meet this comedian. Uh-huh. And they were shitty. 
Are you going to name them? Or no, just, I'm not going to name the story? them. But okay. you know, they they wouldn't acknowledge the staff. They wouldn't tip. They were just rude and mean. Is this just one comedian? No, a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot, what I'm saying. <laughs> a lot of comedians, to my surprise. You mean men who have egos are jerks? Yes, <laughs> and I work every day to try to be less of a jerk. I try hard, um, but they were dicks, uh-huh. and I, it, it and it would it, it would hurt my feelings because I I would think to myself, you're doing my dream job. Yeah, you're doing what I wish I could do, and, and you're you, so unpleasant. And you're so unpleasant. But then there were several comedians that would come through that were amazing to us as staff that were amazing. I mean, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was just a text from Betty. She said, Danny is home. Oh, thank God. Her husband is home from the hospital. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. That's amazing. Um, but you know, there were some comedians that would come through and they were the best. Yeah. And they were generous and nice. And, you know, I'll name one, for example, you know, God rest his soul, John Panette. John Panette was one of the most genuine, sweet human beings I've ever met in my life. And, yeah. And, you know, he would, I'll tell this story. He would, you know, he's a big guy, right? So he would sweat a lot. Yeah. So he would get into town. He would hand me a lot of money. Uh-huh. And he would say, go to Macy's and get me four sets of sheets. And they have to be X thread count. Mm-hmm. So I would go buy four sets of sheets. Whatever thread count he said. Whatever thread count he said. And then he'd always say like, hey, keep the change. Uh-huh. And the change was always a lot. Right? And I would always, I was always uncomfortable with that. And I'd be like, no, 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 John. Like, And he'd be like, no, 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 no. He was, keep that money because you're going to pick me up at the hotel. Mm-hmm. You're going to take me to the club. You're going to come back and change my sheets. Right? He goes, so I want to tip you. So I would, I would, I would, I would change his sheets for him, uh-huh. you know, and then I would come back and he'd always, at the end of the night, he'd be like, Hey, here's another couple hundred bucks. And he was just. And cause he didn't want to trouble the hotel staff with changing the sheets. Well, well his personal sheets. Oh, he wanted his own sheets. He yes, wanted his own sense. sheets. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I would yeah, put yeah. him up there, but he was always so generous and so nice. And, you know, he'd always run jokes by me and, and it just, it, those are the guys that I would go, man, I want to be like that. Yeah. I want to, man, this guy is awesome. He's kind. He's, he's generous. And, and, and that's another, you know, funny thing is, is I was also working with other comedians that were working the door like me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I would finish uh, changing Panette's sheets and those comedians working the door would be like, damn, dude, you're his bitch, bro. You're his bitch, dude. You're going to be his bitch. And I'm like, well, first of all, the guy's amazing and he's paying me to do it, number one. Right. Number two, I'm happy to do it, right? I, this guy is hanging out with me. This guy is giving me information. This I, I, It doesn't bother me, Yeah. right? Years later, those same guys were hitting me up going, hey, Steve, man, can I open for you? I'll do whatever, man. I'll sell merch. I'm like, oh, so now you want to be, now you want to be the bitch's bitch. When you should have been somebody's bitch, you weren't. Now you want to be the bitch's bitch. <laughs> right. Um, so anyway, the point I'm trying to make is when I go to a club, uh-huh. when I go to a comedy club, I want to make sure that the staff knows that I love them. I uh-huh. appreciate them. I care about them, that, that I am part of the staff. Right. You've been there. 
I've been there. You well, know, you know what that experience is like. And, and and it goes back to you know things that my dad would teach me, right? You know, um, every, everybody matters. Everybody. Yeah. Right. The the wheel falls off if the dishwasher doesn't come to work. The wheels fall off if nobody, there's not a janitor there. Yeah. The wheels fall off if somebody's not there to pick up the trash. So we're all a team. Yeah. And in, in order for all this to work, we all have to do our jobs and we should be appreciative of every job. Yeah. Right. And respect the people that do all those jobs because, you know, without that job getting done, we're in trouble. You know, so Saturday night, normally mm-hmm. I play, we gamble with the staff at the end of the night, every Saturday night when I'm working a club, I get on stage and then I go, okay, once I, and I put up 200 bucks mm-hmm. and I go, okay guys, there's $200 up for grabs and we're going to play an elimination game. And one of you tonight, and, then, and by the way, it builds, it grows. Right. Cause they can buy back in, they right? They can buy back in and the pot they have grows. What, one or two chances to they have buy two in chances to buy in. And then at the end of whatever it grows to, then I match that. Okay. Right. So, you know, the pots always end up like six, seven, eight hundred dollars, you know, for one staff member. And, that, and man, that's the the beauty of it is is and it's funny because people go, well, and I know what people might be thinking at home is, well, Steve, why don't you give everybody 30 bucks or 40 bucks? Usually what ends up happening, mm-hmm. the person that wins uh-huh. usually ends up handing the staff 20 bucks each. Really? Usually. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, there's been times where in Phoenix, for example, where the girl started to cry and she was changed her life. Changed, she goes, I'm a single mom and I didn't think I was going to be able to pay rent. You just paid my rent. Yeah. And this is the, the, a blessing for me. Right. And then in, in those moments, all the staff's coming up to her going, good for you. I'm so glad you won. Right. You know, yeah. and then she would go, well, I'll give you guys some of it. And she, they're like, no, like. We're glad you won, yeah. you know? So because um, Rich and, and Gigi brought such a big group every night, uh-huh. we did it every night. Oh, yeah? So, and of course, Rich is like, I'm matching it, you know? Oh. And then his friends are like, well, I'm going to match that, <laughs> you know? And then I've got another hundred. So we get it up. played in. So Friday night, we probably gave away $1,000, yeah. $1,200. And then Saturday night, we gave away like uh, another twelve. $1,300, right? Fun. So it was great that, you know, Rich and Gigi, because afterwards we all hung out, you know, and, yeah. and we all stayed there and they all participated in it and we all played in the game uh-huh. and everybody just had such a great time and we ended up giving away a lot of money yeah. to the staff and it, it just made me feel great and, and it's just, uh, uh, it really shows you the kind of people that, that Rich and Gigi are. For sure. You know, For sure. and, and also, you know, it goes back to some of those comedians that would come through uh, the improv and it's like some of them, they weren't, um, they didn't want to hang out with us, but they were, but they were nice, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it was, it was something as easy as a thank you or, yeah. you know, walking by and, and, and shaking our hand and going, Hey guys, thank you. Like it, that's how little it takes to make you go, man, kind good guy yeah you know he didn't bother us he was super nice and and you know i mean was he did he become our best friend this weekend no yeah but he was nice and he was awesome you know but it also takes something so small too 
to be nasty, right? Something really little where oh. you're like, what a dick move. A, a quick moment, you know? yeah. And, and I have to gather myself sometimes, you know, because I'm sick or I'm tired or me and you just got in an argument or yeah. I'm worn out or I just don't feel like being on the road at that time. And I, I have to, to make sure that I take a step back and go, hey, it's not their fault. Yeah. It's not their fault that I'm sick. It's not their fault that I'm tired. It's not their fault that me and Renee got into an argument, right? So It's Renee's fault. Usually your fault. <laughs> so with that being said, um, what would you like to talk about? <laughs> so you can check your phone. No, no, you know what? I just, I love Kathy and Rich and I... Um... It made me think about other couples that we admire too. And I, I as well have learned a lot from Kathy and Rich. I think it's, um, it's a challenge to live a very, very full blessed life because a lot of is a lot is expected of you. And I see a lot expected of Kathy and Rich and they handle it with such grace. And it's hard when you have a big family and you have to meet everyone's expectations. Um, and they just both do it with such grace. Oh, they do. And, and, and it's, there's responsibility. Right? That's what I mean. You yeah, know. the responsibility of there's, all that for all those people. There's definitely a, a, a huge sense of responsibility. And, and and there really shouldn't be, but there is. There just is. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it is about, you know, and I, and I have a, a big, I feel like I have a big responsibility. You know, and, and the older that I get, you know. The, well, that's the, what I mean. I learn, I learn by watching them. I learn by their example of how to handle it with grace well, and, and when i get messages like you know i learned to be a dad from you it, 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 i'm like oh wow right <laughs> like that's a big responsibility yeah you know or hey steve you know we we, we admire you and, and renee right we admire you guys you guys are relationship goals and we're like oh fuck, you, need, <laughs> you, need, you need better goals um no but, but but we take it serious yeah you know and and we we do we do read them and we do when you guys say things like, well, you guys are relationship goals, it means a lot to us, but it also comes with a lot of responsibility. Yeah. You know, and, and, and there are times like last week where, hey man, the, the comments were not in my favor, you know, and it, and it, it made me scared and it made me a little hesitant, right? And, and it's like, hey, am I showing all these chinks in my armor? Am I going to be... You know, oh, for sure. What was it? I said, I forget what I commented about. And uh, maybe I said someone sent you a terrible direct message and then they sent it to me too. And the person we were talking about about it was like, had no sympathy for us whatsoever. They were like, well, you set yourself up for that. Like every week when you go out there and you put it all out there, you've set yourself up for that, you know? But it's scary. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. You know, it, it's scary. There's a lot of responsibility. And, and like I said, last week, man, I, I, I was... <laughs> I, you know, I'll, I'll usually check the comments throughout the week because it grows, right? And more and more come in. Uh-huh. This last week, I was kind of afraid to look. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to get shit on, dude. Like, you know, people were not happy with me. Yeah. And it, it hurt my feelings, you know? I'll have, I'm going to have to go back and read them now. But, it, but it, you know, it, it also made me go, okay, like, do I, do we continue to stay open? Do we continue to be honest? You know, I, I want to. Yeah. But it, but at it, it, times like that, it gets scary. Yeah. You know, I, I we and you always try to have very honest and open conversations about 
how we feel, what we're going through, right. our different personality types. Sometimes we're in the thick of whatever we're going through and we still get up here and talk in front of cameras, three to be exact. Yeah, no, we, we do. And, and, and there's times where it's like, man, you know, afterwards, we're like, do we call Rick and say, hey, dude, let's get rid of let's that can one. can it? Let's get rid, you know, and we did that one time. I was going to say, we've only you know, done that once. Once, yes. In but 20, what, 20 plus episodes? Are we on 30 episodes now? Where who are we knows at? how many damn episodes we've done. Uh, but but again, you know, it's those, it's, it's having the responsibility of, you know, there are people that watch and listen and go, hey man, that discussion did help us. Yeah. You know, our man, you know, we, we thought we were the only ones that have those discussions. You know, the, 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 I think the Randy and, and Chelsea episode was the biggest thing that I got out of that for everybody was, you know, those relationships out there that he travels, she doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then I started to realize that there's so many others. It's not just the musician. It's not just the not comedian. Not just entertainers. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and my ignorance to not even think about the soldier, to not even think about the veteran, to not even think about the guy, our girl that's enlisted. That doesn't you know, get to come home. That doesn't get to come home at the end of every night or every week. Or, you know, they're gone for months at a time, yeah. if not a year. I mean, Sean and Rebecca, Sean's going to be on a boat for several months. Yeah. How about that sacrifice? You know, you know, that husband leaves his family to be gone for several months where mom is running the show. Yeah. For months, not, yeah. not three days for months. Right. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I do like that we continue to, um, to, to open up and, and be honest, but it's scary sometimes, man. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, and it is, Everybody has the fear of not being perfect or not appearing to be perfect, you know, and, and I still have that fear, you know, even though I'm very, very open, even though I'm very, very honest. Really? You have fear? Because I feel like you just surrender no, to no. the fact that like, I'm a eh. fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a mess. I said, yeah. You said, <laughs> well, but that's what I'm saying that I am a very, I don't give a fuck guy. Yeah. And I still worry about it. Yeah. So I can't imagine the person that, that really worries about who they are to the public, mm-hmm. how they must feel because I'm intimidated by it. Yeah. You know, and, and normally I'm not until they're against me <laughs> until, you know, until they're like, wow, Steve, you're hard headed. Like, oh shit, I'm fucking hard headed. Yeah. Luckily we don't get a ton of trolls. I feel like the people who watch the podcast are generally because. Well, it also helps that I, I, I know that I'm hard headed. Yeah. So that helps where I'm like, eh, yeah, I, 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 I'm working on it. So I hate that it's still very apparent, but I'm working on it. Yeah. Trying not to be so hard headed. Um, but so uh, with, you know, speaking of Sean and the Navy. Yes. OldSaltCoffee.com. Trevino 10. You get 10% off. The number 10. Trevino yes. number 10. You're already drinking coffee. You're already buying coffee. Just buy a whole shitload of Old Salt Coffee for the year. Have it come every month. Get a subscription. Um, but other than that, um, I think we had a, a good podcast. Yeah. No fights? No mudslinging? We almost fought. Yeah, but that was you. That was like you fighting Well, you all brought up your, your bad credit score and how it affected our loan. <laughs> I brought it up. <laughs> you brought it up. 
Um, uh, oh, so by the way, um, we are working on getting another couple on the podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're also working on getting a Zoom situation where you guys can be an, uh, a Zoom audience uh-huh. and ask questions yes. for the podcast. Um, we'd also like to take this on the road. So we're hoping that at one of my weeks, at one of my shows. Technologically, if we can't, if I can't remember to push record in our own home, you think this is going to work on the road? Probably not. (laughs) But we're, but it sounds fun and exciting. I'd love to try it. We're, we're definitely, um, um, working on it. And and one of the clubs asked or something, right? Were they like, there's several clubs have asked, you know, if we would do a a podcast show, that's just the podcast, you know? So we're working on that. And, and, you know, we love it when you guys comment, you know, if there's something and actually I, I, I gave the update of the house because somebody asked. Yeah. Somebody asked. And, and if there's anything that you guys are like, hey, what, what's going on with this? What's going on with that that we haven't talked about? Please let us know. We're, we're happy to talk about it. Um, with that being said, you're going to Corpus this weekend. Yes, I will be in Corpus going Christi, Texas. This weekend, which will be a madhouse. You know, it's going to be crazy. Yes, it's going to be nuts. All the co- cousin Frank, the original. Cousin Frankie's gonna gonna have his uh, birthday party with us. Yep. Uh, Friday late show, and we get to see everybody. And then you're heading to New Jersey, and I'm bummed. I'm not going, but it's just that just like a one night show. Well, it's gonna be tough because I agreed to go back to Corpus on Friday the thirtieth to do to raise money for the Ronald McDonald House, and then I have to wake up and turn around and fly to New Jersey for a day. Yeah. To do New Jersey. And then come back. I home. think you're like close to the Jersey Shore too, kind of. Oh, kind of, kind of. I have to spike my hair up. <laughs> You'll fit right but, in with your muscle shirts. Hell yeah, with my taco meat hanging out. Uh, with that being said, we love you guys. Thank you so much. I am Steve Trevino, and th- this is my beautiful wife. And and oh, thank you, baby. Thank you for loving us because we love you. Bye.